Good morning. I hope you all slept well and feel ready, ready to begin this day of meditation, of contemplation. What we thought to do was offer some reflection about practice in the morning, a bit of guidance around meditation, about how we orientate our minds, and we'll have a time also for questions a bit later on. So, sense of being here in the diamond hall, preparing for meditation practice. What are what are we doing? What what qualities are we needing to cultivate? What is it like? at the beginning of a retreat. Just that sense of so we, we have an inquiring mind. It's about rather than sitting down and letting everything just kind of close in, narrow down, we sit and we start to open up. We're, we're listening, we're attentive, we're interested. What is what is here? What's this process? What's it about? Why am I bothering? <laughs> so you may start engaging, don't you? Particularly at the beginning of a retreat, it's really important to reflect. And also to keep that reflection going, but to really have a sense of process so we don't panic, we don't freak. We, we can actually trust that there is, a, there is a naturalness about this. I have images I use for myself when I'm beginning a period of extended practice. <coughs> and one was the image I used last night was the image of that, you know, kind of jar of mud and water shake, shaken up and the natural process of it settling and coming into an experience of clarity. The image, I, or the, the metaphor I often find helpful too is that of beginning a fast, a 10-day retreat, beginning a fast. And what we're doing is we're fasting from the usual sense contact, from the usual stimulation. We're not talking, we're not watching television, we're not out on our motorway being bombarded with impressions. We've actually chosen to simplify that. We're not on our devices, on our machines, we're, you know, it's a process of renunciation, fasting, simplifying. And in the beginning, you know, my experience is the mind can panic a little. It's used to a particular energy of engagement. It's used to being often overstimulated. So when all those ways of engaging are reduced, you know, the thinking mind can go a little crazy. So, 
It, it's not unusual, it's normal. So if, if that's happening for you, just to recognize why, you know, what, what's actually going on here. How the mind has become used to a certain level of engagement. <coughs> and Lumpur Cha said that we have to get a taste for freedom. So on a retreat we're cultivating this taste, this appreciation for silence, for quiet, for stillness, for turning attention inward, for being able to relax into how it is. Much of our lives can be about trying to change conditions. And the blessing of a time like this is we're learning to look at our response to conditions. So we start to to free up our relationship with the manifest world. So just to see what that does for the mind, what, what is that like? Some of you have sat very many retreats and will be familiar with this. For others of you, it's a completely new discovery. But if we can bring a beginner's mind, you know, those of us that have seen this process many times, just bring this mind that is open, interested, what is it like to suddenly be here at Cloud Mountain? Right. And trusting in the, the process that when there is less contact, there are less things stirring up the mind, it naturally starts to settle. And we support that settling through our, our meditation, through our meditation objects, because there is a benefit in letting the mind settle, still, open. It's not that the, the agitated mind is to be is a problem inherently, but it is much harder to be present with. So in meditation, we're really developing the skill, the strength, the capacity to be with whatever is arising. And it's easier to do that with simpler conditions, with the pain in our knees, with the thoughts that are coming and going, <coughs> rather than the whole catastrophe. So we let this time settle, we, we know that it can be, you know, there can be this kind of feeling in the mind when it suddenly everything kind of stills and stops and here we are. And it's to not panic, to know, you know if you've been running along at a hundred miles an hour and you're suddenly trying to stand still, there's, you know, it, the body's a bit unbalanced, isn't it? You know, there's a kind of, you know, the, 
or that we've been going along, we're like a train pulling a whole lot of carriages. When you pull on the brake, there's still quite a bit of momentum there. So, but it does settle, does still. So, having a kanti, the patient endurance, just to be with the whiplash from, from this process, if it arises. It may arise in moments. Just knowing that the mind, if it is allowed to, opens, settles, comes into reality. So we, we use the meditation to support that. And typically we'll use the body, breath as our objects of meditation as we teach it here. But of course if you have a meditation object that you find really works for you, please, please use that. What, why we, we teach the body, the breath, or something I do, is because we want to come into an embodied experience. The Buddha says you only touch Nibbana with the body. So we're not, we're not coming at it through ideas, view, we're actually coming at, at this experience of release through direct experience. And the body helps with that. It's here and now, the breath, here and now. So over the retreat we just deepen into this experience of here and now in this form of what is present and how to be have the capability, the willingness to know it. So for each of us it it becomes an inquiry into what supports our mind, our body to settle, to feel comfortable here, to be able to know what is happening and my, my encouragement is always to come through the an open awareness, to, to come through a sense of welcome, friendliness, that we sit and we let the mind feel what the body feels, and start to attune, be with the breath. but in a way that's not in contention with whatever else is present, with the sounds in the room, with the thoughts that come and go. We're making, through this process of of welcome, we make a very stable mind. 
quality of samadhi or collectedness isn't from aversion. It's from this quality of welcome, from kindness, from willingness. Mm-hmm. And you might like to experiment in these you know, first days as you're settling in. What happens if we're trying to kind of narrow down, focus down, and we you know, don't want to see anything, don't want to hear anything? <coughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, how that feels and the difference if we're just here open but with our primary allegiance to the experience of breath body knowing these things starting to have a capacity to just be present So it is about building muscles, the capability, and particularly if you're brand new, it may be that hours and hours all day are going to be, you know, the mind will come in and out of that capacity. And so we would be willing with that too. But it is a it is a process, and the, in the teaching, you know, there's the sense of the path and the imminence, and they can feel contradictory. But in our direct experience, there's no conflict with that. The sense of there are things to be cultivated, and there's nothing to be done. So we. We hold these apparent conflicting notions, ideas, and feel the breath, feel the body. We're coming out of duality, just here. using this quality of refuge Jatindriya was speaking of last night, this quality of Buddha knowing the Dharma, being here, knowing the way it is. Our allegiance is with the unknowing, with the knowing. It's shifting from being with the conditions. So just to know what it feels like to sit here. To know the possibility that the Buddha is offered us that in this very place place, present moment where we're sitting, there is complete freedom, freedom from stress and suffering.
So we're, we're starting to inquire into this, to start starting to notice how when we're here, present with the way things are, there is a deep relaxation in that, a happiness, whatever the conditions are. Just to stop running, to stop fighting, the relief of that. <coughs> letting the mind settle, letting the body adjust to being sitting, walking, standing. Simplifying. And we support this movement by attuning to the loveliness of the simplicity. Really getting a taste for this. For the loveliness of the breath washing in and washing out. Loveliness, just walking with nothing to do and nowhere to go of being in a community, eating food prepared for us, without having had to do a whole lot of thinking, shopping, whatever, just simply there eating. So letting mind settle. Feel the loveliness of the trees. And noticing what stops that. So we start to notice freedom and the things that take us away from that. How we do suffering. So, Experience of coming into the body, <coughs> feeling the weight of it sitting here, opening the mind, noticing what else is present. It can be the sense of the other elements physical elements, the warmth of the body, coolness, and this quality of the fire element, pressure, weight, the earthiness of the body. 
So these simple ways of referencing. We're not about what we look like. We're coming into something that's more equanimous. Weight of it, warmth of it. This element, an element we share, elements we share with the earth, the trees, each other. And the air element, sense of the breath coming in the body, wherever you feel it. Feeling the body coming out again. This rhythm in breath, out breath. Really, the, the mind loves rhythm. So we, we let it rest into this rhythmic experience. <coughs> so that the experience of the mind, body, is actually stroked, washed with the feeling of the breath loveliness of breathing. How do we know we're breathing? So we're really touching it directly, not from an idea, a label, in-breath, out-breath, but actually feeling the rippling, immediate qualities of it. So we start with this experience of body. To give us the stability in the present moment. As a basis for further inquiry. Noticing the quality with which we receive the breath, receive the experience of body. Mm. Is the mind going out seeking for it, trying to catch it? Or can we let the breath actually come to us? And so the breath does, does us. Let the breath come and touch awareness. 
as my voice and just let it come. With the same quality we experience the world. So it's a shift in quality from trying to grasp and have something, become something, to letting the experience be known directly at awareness, at the knowing. We can use ways, you know, ways of helping the mind settle into this experience. So say if we've been going a hundred miles an hour, the mind can feel a bit lost coming into this simplicity. So typically we let we can let the breath as it comes, it can come with a mantra, traditional reflection of Buddha, the in and out breath, the knowing. We can use some word that you bring with the breath. It helps bring the mind and the breath together. Open. Here, something that is resonant for you. We can use these pointers, we can use the pointers from our intelligence of our mind if we find it is difficult just to settle in the simplicity. What the movement is in this meditation practice is to come out of fragmentation into a into experience of a cohesive, embodied, connected experience of body and mind. So we, we let the breath stroke the experience, let the weight of the body support us to be here. The holding of this retreat centre. So that we can come out of the fragmented, stressed experience we may have had into a unification of body and mind, this quality of samadhi.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.